Hello. Hello. Hello from Africa. Waka waka. Eh eh. It's time for Africa. How are you doing, my angel? I'm good. I'm good. Um, actually, I will say one thing. I might be in a slight hostage situation right now because yesterday I had to trim my cat Piper's nails. And Garrett, when I tell you, things did not go well. So my mother found this really brilliant, amazing, great idea on TikTok that if you like pull oh the back of their nape of their neck back like a mom would when they're like mom is holding them by the neck, that they'll be so easy peasy breezy when you trim their nails. And some people on TikTok even like bite the back of the neck gently a little bit oh. and do like the whole mama thing. Oh. So I start like pulling the back of her skin <laughs> on the back of her neck back to like signify, all right, this is mama doing some hygiene stuff and you just have to take it because you're my baby. And well, that triggered something that I've never seen before. And it reminded me, Garrett, of the time that she almost took my eye out. So we've Oof. got this this one right here. Got oh, a, wow. A nice long laceration on my pointer finger that is right on the crease. So, like, when I tell you it hurts, it hurts. But, Garrett, would you like to explain to the people this one for me? Oh, God. <gasps> you see that? Oh, my gosh. Right on her inner thigh. Three or four scratches over there. One of them literally just about goes into my cucina. It looks and thick, like deep. It's bruising. It's thick. There were bites. There were scratches. It was very violent. And when um, I say Piper Lynn isn't one to play with, when she's mad, she's mad. <laughs> she's very mad. And I've never seen her claws as long as they were yesterday. And things just didn't go well. So right now... I'm sitting here in my room and she's right next to me on this chair and she is literally just like staring me down and it is really freaky. I would pick up my camera to show Garrett right now, but then the whole audio, everything's going to be so messed up. But let me just say it's, it's scary. I'll take a picture for the, for the Insta. Well, Piper Lynn has you on a tight leash today. She said, I'm pissed off at you. Yeah. I'm pissed off at her bitch. So <laughs> I'm over it. Okay, well, what is up with you, Garrett? Woo-woo. There has been, like, nothing going on because we've just been doing the same old, same old. I was about to say, unfortunately, guys, this week, nothing much has happened, which is honestly a good thing. Just the normal stuff I've been up to recently. Like, nothing out of the ordinary, nothing crazy. Just, you know, doing jobs and just hanging out with Chloe as much as I can. And, yeah, just chilling. Jay vibing. Uh we have done a couple of fun things like the other day Garrett and I were hanging out and his cousin Jenna came over and brought over our little baby niece Sage so that was so much fun and Sage loves my puppy my golden retriever so I don't even know if she realizes that I'm like Auntie Chloe but she knows that I'm the one that has puppy so she's like puppy puppy bring puppy over Sage was and calling brought... Luffy she was saying Luffy she's, at the end she, she said Luffy I swear oh to God when when I think it was might have been right after you guys left or like y'all were inside, she was like Luffy. I was like, oh my, you know Luffy's name and not my name. Yeah, she don't know my name. That's for damn sure. I gave her a little bit of sherbet. She was loving it. It was so cute, and she did get a little boo boo, and it was just so sweet because for like an hour and a half, she wanted 
Jenna's hand on one knee because she skinned her sweet little knees. So Jenna's hand had to stay on one knee and my hand had to stay on the other for like an hour and a half. But I just love getting to see that sweet, precious girl. I thought about it for the first time when I saw her this like last time that we saw each other. And it's going to be so freaking heartbreaking to move away from that little baby girl. And she's like not going to remember me because I'm going to move away. And she's not going to get to grow up with Auntie Chloe the way that she deserves to. I know. It makes me so, 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 so sad. I love Sage but so much. Jenna can send my niece to visit me and it can be like I'm going to Auntie Chloe's for the weekend exactly week during summer break and I'll take my sagey girl <laughs> I love it I totally support and one thing actually we don't have anything woo well I don't really have anything woo woo but one thing I want to discuss is I get this sherbet that has been all over TikTok guys I mm -hmm. think it's called Island Way and yeah, it is. basically the whole like gimmick that they have is they like put the sherbet inside of actual fruit shells or like the fruit skin meals fruit pills and guys they're so good they have like four different flavors my personal favorite is the coconut one but all of them are super good and it's just fun i think that's like the biggest thing about it is like it's just like a fun unique thing to have and they're at costco so go get they you some are really fun but they are actually like surprisingly good like yeah. they are very 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 worth the purchase i agree and my favorite was I tried the three flavors. I didn't try the fourth one. I don't know what the fourth one was, but I tried the mango passion fruit, the pomegranate lime, I think, and the coconut, like, pina colada one. And the pomegranate lime was maybe my favorite one because it had just, like, that tiny bit of tartness, and it was oh, so good. And I love pomegranate. I think it tastes so delish. So I will definitely be buying those because... That was a major score. But yeah, we don't really have anything for woo-woo, so we're going to move on to Obsessed. Chloe, do you have anything that you're obsessed with this week? So this isn't super exciting, but I have just been obsessed with like going back and watching comfort movies lately. I think it's because so much is changing and I've got so much going on. Like I don't have space in my head for new shows right now and like getting into something like I just can't even handle it. So I've been watching stuff like My Big Fat Greek Wedding with you guys, which was so, so much good. fun. Um, and then I watched My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2 for the first time since the year it came out. And when it first came out, I, like, hated, hated it because My Big Fat Greek Wedding is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I just felt like it didn't live up to the hype. But the second time I watched it, I liked it a little more. I just really hate the actress that they chose to be Ian and um, Tula's daughter. Anyways, moving on. And then last night... We watched Pitch Perfect 1 and 2, and that was just so fun. Like, it's been so long since I've watched Pitch Perfect, and it's Pitch Perfect. And it's just such a fun movie, and it really reminded me, because it's been so long since I watched it, it reminded me of when it came out, and, like, that shit was so exciting when it came out. That's, like, a fun movie to watch. It's a fun it one. It feels like, like you just want to sing along the whole time. I just watched Pitch Perfect, and honestly, 12 out of 10. It aged so well. Like, the jokes are still funny, and, like, I love yes. it, like you just said. One thing that Mitchell and I were talking about, so I have no idea if this is true or not, and I have no sources to say where in the hell I heard this, but I feel like I heard something where Rebel Wilson, who plays, like, Fat Amy in Pitch Perfect, she was saying that, like, I mean, she's a lot thinner now. She's, like, got a completely different body type than what we're used to seeing her as with an actress, and she was saying something like, yeah, um, I never, like, wanted to live like that, but all of the producers and directors and all of my managers, they wanted to keep me plus size because they thought I could only be, like, 
a funny female act actress if I was plus size. I have no idea if that's true or not, but if it is, that's really fucking disgusting. Well, and I hope it's not true. It was in her contract for Pitch Perfect that she wasn't allowed to lose or gain more gain more than five to ten pounds to say like stay the character while so like for three years she was obligated to stay the weight and i'm not sure if that's normal for like how would i know i have no idea about like um the acting career but mm -hmm. i think that really is insane and especially for like that amount of time maybe i get it for like a movie you can't obviously like go from being plus size to super slim like in a one movie but in for three movie. from like and like they filmed three movies, but that was over almost a decade. So that's the saying a decade of you have to yeah. stay like a certain look. So that is sad, but she looks phenomenal now. And I hope that she's happy and healthy. Yeah, but that's just, I mean, I'm, sh I know that you're right, Garrett, that a lot of movies do have that in the contract where you have to stay a certain weight. And like, we all know Christian Bale is one example of someone who has done some extreme weight changes for movies. But it's just like, it's the fact of them being like, you need to be plus size to be a funny female comedian. That's so disgusting to me. And her size shouldn't be a comedy prop. Yeah. Um, and it just really, it grosses me out. And while we were watching it, we just kept looking at each other and being like, and this has absolutely nothing to do with like, no hate to if she is plus size and that's how she is happy and is comfortable. I'm just saying it's fucked up for someone else to tell her that she needs to be one way or another. But Mitchell and I kept looking at each other and just being like, these jokes and her lines and her character are funny. And it would be equally as funny if she was, if she looked the way that she does now. And they still could have made her a super lazy character or something, but they didn't need to make her fat Amy. I don't know. That just kind of upsets me, but it still is such a great movie. And I just hope that, you know, it still is something that she can be proud of and that it doesn't all have this like really negative connotation for her because that would suck because that's one of her most notable roles. Exactly. I 110% agree. So moving on to what I'm obsessed with this week. It's not really things I'm obsessed with. with. It's just things I need to touch on with you guys because you are my besties. So tell us what's up. I have a few things. So the first thing we all know that Taylor and Lana released a song together on Taylor's last album called Midnights, but I think it was the first or second episode. I was like, we didn't really hear Lana sing in it. It was mo mostly backup vocals, and we were all disappointed. Well, we found out yesterday that Taylor and Lana are going to gift us with, I think, a whole Lana verse. We haven't heard the song yet. It comes out tomorrow, but I'm praying that she gets her whole verse and we can hear the duet that we've all been waiting for. But I think that's really exciting that we get uh, extended cut of it that is exciting and i'm kind of interested just to hear what they sound like together because that's not a pair that i would automatically think of but that is kind of exciting and i just want to say this is so goofy but when you said the lana verse i didn't hear lana space verse i heard lana verse like the lana universe and i think that should My be world. the next newest <laughs> amusement park Okay, so last week we talked about Miley Cyrus's Vogue interview and how I was really sad that she said she wasn't going to be touring anytime soon. Well, Mother delivered a message to us all. Like, she definitely she... got some backlash for saying that she wasn't going to do shows, and so this is her like response to the backlash. So yeah, she basically was just like, it's not for her now, and she loves us, and she obviously loves performing for us, but baby, these looks don't fold. These looks don't travel. She doesn't want to be getting ready in a locker room, baby. Like, come on, it's Miley Cyrus, for heaven's sake. She said, and this sums it up 
sums it up beautifully. Love you forever. I'm just on my endless summer vacation. And you know what? Let mother I live. Let mother that. live. She's been gifting and us for so long. Like, I'm sure she is tired and she does. She's been working forever. So let let her rest. It's her and fucking right to decide if she wants to tour or not. Like, it costs a lot of money. It costs a lot of time and energy. We all know Miley changes her mind. And she kind of says it in this. She changes her mind all the time. Like, every era is a new Miley. So, babes, we could get five world tours back to back for all we know. Like, we don't know. So... Honestly, I'm almost a little thankful that she's holding off right now because there is so much going on in our lives. I cannot, I, I can't pencil in stopping at every single city stop of her tour, which would be what I would have to do. So that would be like a huge commitment on my part as well. And honestly, I appreciate the break because she already gave us some of her best music. Like, can we stop being so greedy, everybody? God. <sighs> But like Miley, we love you, we support you, and like Chloe yeah. just said, thank God you're not on tour right now because I'm not ready for that. It. I couldn't handle it. So honestly, thank you, mother. So I just had sure. to touch on that because we discussed it last week, so we have an update on that situation. And then actually, so right before we started this, we actually got the Barbie soundtrack, like who's going to be singing, the titles, and the most exciting part is Mark Ronson executively produced all of this so i automatically am going to be in love now some big names that i want to touch on charlie xcx dua lipa lizzo Nicki minaj there's a few other big names in there but those are the ones that really stood out to me but i'm super excited and i know there's two people that they have not announced yet so i'm just keeping Ooh. my fingers crossed that it's gaga miley or lana any of them oh my gosh yes <laughs> So I also saw, I don't know when this was released, so I'm not sure if it was like a new drop, but for the first time I saw like a full trailer for the movie. And up until now, I never realized, like I only saw the scenes where they were in Barbie land. And this was the first time I saw one of the trailers where she went to the real world. And it was really cool. I'm excited to see the movie. I'm I think so it's excited. Gonna, I think it's going to be really fun and cute. I don't know if it's going to be like, I'm scared to put too much hype on the movie to be honest with you I'm kind of scared to put too much hype on it and the one thing I will say and nobody hate me for saying this because I haven't seen the movie yet but I love Ryan Gosling so much but the scenes I've seen with him in it just haven't been like giving me Ken now stop because you rooted for him early on in the podcast remember because you were like you, we posted the video of him dancing in high school that you're like guys don't knock it until we see the that's movie true. so we have that's to give true. him a second but that's true. i agree i'm not impressed either with not impressed but like not it's just i, I want like more every time i heard him speak in the movie and just say something to barbie in the trailer i mean it just looked and sounded like ryan gosling it didn't give me ken it felt like he wasn't even acting but like garrett said i'm gonna give him a fair chance i do think that he can do it like he can be goofy and fun and lighthearted. so that's just what i want to see i'm hoping i'm pushing for it and uh, i hope we can see oh, we're not gonna be able to see it together but we'll definitely give a movie review when it comes out definitely we still can see it together garrett because we can both go to a movie theater on the same day at the same time there we and go. text each other through the whole movie and I agree. Bitches. We'll just sit in the back row so no one can see us <laughs> texting. Hello, I love it. Okay, so now we're going to move on to our music of the week. Chloe, what do you have for me? So this song was like so TikTok viral for a really long time. And I wasn't like like obsessed with it. But once Sophia Richie had this song at her wedding, I became so obsessed with it. And I like literally have listened to it every single day since her wedding. 
And that's Until I Found You by Steven Sanchez. I just love it. It's such a pretty love song. And like I said, it was like, it was really seeing it at Sophia's wedding that did it for me because it made it a much more serious song to me than just like a TikTok song. And I kind of got to see, I loved getting to see him perform it live at her wedding too. Yes. That was so fucking cool. And how they changed Georgia to Sophia. Like, the budget. Oh. The budget. The budget oh, so is. good. <laughs> when you have Lionel Richie as your father, like, what can't you do? Like, God almighty. <sighs> Living the life. That song is so good, and I echo that, Chloe. Like, when I saw that man perform that song, it kind of changed the game for it, because I saw it in a new light. It just mm-hmm. sounded luxe. Now, like, mm-hmm. luxury. <laughs> oh, yeah. It sure as shit did. And, like, honestly, I just want to give a little shout-out to Lionel, if you're listening you are so fucking cool, dude. Like, I just love you. I think you've got one of the coolest personalities. You seem like a very nice person, but also very genuine and hardworking and motivated. And obviously, you know, you know your shit when it comes to music. And I just have a lot of respect and admiration for you, Lionel. I think you're really fucking cool. And you're a brick house. house. All right, guys. So for my music of the week, I have a few songs, kind of like Chloe last week. I'm touching on my study abroad trip. So I kind of went back and found the songs that really when I listen to them it takes me right back to when I was in Africa so the first album actually is Harry's House because by Harry Styles mm-hmm. because it was released like the day after I landed in Africa so it was literally on repeat the whole time I'm there but specifically daydreaming and late night talking those two while I would, like every time I listen to those I'm on the bus with a mountain view, like in Africa, we'll, you, mm-hmm. we'll get into Just that later. Transports but. you right there. Right and there. I love when music can do that. That's one of the most powerful things about music. I love it. And then my second um, song is "Africa" by Toto. This song. Obviously, all of my like leaders of the group play this for us every single day, so it was kind of just like installed in my brain. But also, <laughs> I'm in Africa once in a lifetime, so we had to do it. Um, a little stereotypical, but like honestly, the vibes. But like sometimes that stuff is just fun. Like let yourself have a little bit of fun with that kind of stuff. The same way like me wanting to listen to Dean Martin in Italy. Like obviously it's a little like, chuggy, but like you have fun. to do it. It's a once in a lifetime. You have to do it. So, and then lastly, my last song is Waka Waka by Shakira. And this <laughs> was me in the club babes. I was Waka Waka in all night. Hey, so good. And this is another one that was just played throughout the whole trip. That, and the funny thing is those two songs, I didn't even think about before I went to Africa, but then as soon as I got there, I was like, I should have been on that. So those are my songs. You know what I was thinking when you just mentioned that, Garrett? So this is a super side note and I won't talk about it too long, but for some reason, and we will get into this on a whole nother episode and I don't hate it. Like nobody get your panties twisted. I never got as into Harry's house as you did. And like, I just never, I love Harry Styles and Harry Styles self-named album is like literally top to bottom perfection in my opinion. But I never got into Harry's house, and I think I know why now. It's because you were gone, and if I don't have you to listen to a new album with, it just doesn't hit the same. And if I don't have you <laughs> constantly replaying the same song every day for a week, I'm just not going to get there. So She's that's gonna... <laughs> why Harry's house never hit for me. Hey, and it the, all makes sense. The line's connected. That does make sense, actually, but it hurts. But we're, we're going to get you there, babes. We're going to do a deep dive. It hurts because what happens when we move apart? Do I just never like music again for the rest of my life? Oh, well, I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> Let's go to Africa, Gary. Let's go to Africa. 
Alrighty, now moving in to my study abroad trip, we're going to be going back to May 16th, 2022, which may sound a little familiar because that's right, a year ago from today I was in Africa. So I'm super, super sad about that because I'm in Georgia right now. So, <laughs> so in May 16th, 2022, I drove up with my family to the ATL airport and I arrived super early. So first thing before you even get to the story, guys, I love the airport. I could arrive there five hours early and it's literally a different world. I don't know why some it's people... It's such a vibe at the airport. It is such a fucking vibe. Some people hate it, but you, for me, yeah. I love it, dude. For like, I get into it, maybe because I don't go that often, but... I don't know. And you agree, Chloe? You, you're the same way. Oh, my God. I fucking love it. And I think it's, like, one of those things you either love it or you hate it. But, like, I – it's just, like, a twilight zone when you get into an airport. It's a completely different world. It's a completely different vibe. I love to people watch. I love to get my fucking Starbies in an airport for $16 because it just feels bougie as fuck. And That's I it. love – like – I'm obsessed with it. Like, one of my favorite things to do, too, which is so dumb, and I know it's the dumbest fucking thing ever, but I love to go to the airport bookstores and buy one of the books that they're like, oh, my God, this is, like, a New York Times bestseller. I realize that I'm paying 15 more dollars than I should for that book, but it's fucking fun to be like, I picked this up in the Amsterdam airport. See, that's it. All the stores are the, I like the little The duty-free perfumes and luxury stores. Oh, I love it. Like, stuff I don't need, I want in an airport. So Like, all of a sudden, I'm walking around in a Longchamp store being like, you know what? I do need a new Longchamp bag. Like, yeah, let me just drop, like, a $398 right here. But it's duty-free. It's duty. I needed it for the trip. Stop. Anyway, <laughs> LOL. So, I arrived super early, and I was waiting for my friends to get there because I actually got to go with two of my friends from school, which I will get into later. So we went from Atlanta to Amsterdam and then Amsterdam to Cape Town, which all in all was about 24 hours of flying in the air, babes. And I did not sleep a wink. For some reason, when I'm in the air, I'm up. I don't know why, even mm -hmm. if I'm taking medicine, if I'm like chilled out, full fed, no. If even if I'm like tired. Can't, like sleep. Cannot get down. So I was up the entire time. <laughs> so yay, we land in Cape Town. And when I tell you guys, we're with a group of over a hundred people. We had a big group. So as soon as we get out of like- Oh my gosh, yeah, that's way bigger than my group was. That's a lot of people. We had a lot of people. So as soon as we got out of immigration, we were immediately split up into four or five different groups. So luckily, um, I was with all of my friends in my group, so that worked out nice. And we were called the Springbok. And the Springbok is like the national animal for South Africa. It's like kind of like a deer. Nothing exciting, but like that was our- antelope? Exactly. Wait, so Garrett, did you not- I just have a question. Did you not know until you got there if you were going to be in the same group as your friends? Like, well, you didn't know well, how they we, were going to split it up? So we did. Luckily, like the day before, they sent out like what group we will be in, and I knew I was with all my friends. Were you At able to like request to be with them? Yeah. So we did like a survey, and this is like when we did our room stuff and like kind of like that. And I think they know like if we're all at the same school, like, everyone from 
our school was in that group. So like, they kind of like put okay. you, so they kind of like, not so you're not alone because I'm going to get into, some people went by themselves on this trip. So they were really, mm -hmm. really nice about trying to make people make friends and stuff, which I loved. So mm -hmm. we get split up and we're in Springbok. And honestly, I love my group. So shout out, if you know, you know. Shout out to the Springbok girls. <laughs> There's about 25 people per group. So then we head to our bus and guys, kind of like Chloe, it was pitch black out. It was 11 at night, so I had no idea where we were. We were just like heading out to somewhere, like to our apartment. So we were driving for, it wasn't that long. I would say about like 30, 45 minutes. And the whole way our leaders, our leaders have been there for like a week. So they're like getting us prepped. And when I say leaders, there's like people our age that just have like kind of guide us. So like, they're like the adults of the group. I'll say that. Then. So mm -hmm. our, our group, our adults have been there like setting up for us. So she was kind of giving us the rundown of like Cape Town, like what should we be expecting? And guys, when I tell you, I was so hungry because the whole trip, like um, the whole time we're in the air and like, the food on the airplane is not good, babe. So all I'm thinking is like, it's 11 at night. Where's the food? <laughs> like literally. We all get to the apartments and it takes us like an hour just to get to our rooms because there's a hundred of us. We all have like three things of luggage. We're all trying to find out where we're trying to be. So like we're taking the elevator and putting our luggage in it while we take the stairs to meet it to our level. If that makes sense. So it was very much, very much that, very much took a little while, but we finally got to our rooms and let's get into it now. So like I just mentioned, we did a form before the trip, kind of like who we want as roommates, right? Like you want to go with your friends? Cause I knew two girls. So that's the thing right there. I was going with two girls and the people were, did not like guys and girls sharing rooms, obviously. And they made me stay with two guys that I did not know. Anyway, it ended up being fine because the room I got was actually the best out of anyone's I saw. I had a full like queen bed, full bathroom, full balcony, full closet, like honestly five stars. I was actually super excited. And the room next door was my friend. So like my bed, like the back of my bed was the back of their bed on the other wall, if that makes sense. So we were sharing walls and I could like walk, like our balconies kind of connected so I could go and like go into their back balcony. So it was really nice. and actually worked out really nice because on the way there that was my biggest thing i was like what if i'm like by myself i don't know anyone i'm with these weird people that i don't like but honestly that worked out way better than i anticipated so that was like a great off the bat we're we're rolling his apartment was so cool it's it's very different from like what i kind of was expecting and it had like a it's been a long time since i remember but like the balcony was huge huge on your apartment yeah and it had like its whole own vibe i don't even know how to describe it it wasn't like a hotel room but it wasn't quite like an apartment either it was kind of just like its whole little, own thing yeah it, but was, it was a very like cool hangout spot and i'm sure you guys had so much fun hanging out on that balcony because that was my favorite in italy our balconies were also next to our friends and that is so fun to just be chilling on the balcony and then be like hey what up hello <laughs> <laughs> no it was fun i love a balcony like I, one of my favorite things about the room was the balcony. We had to be up bright and early at 9 a.m. for our first meeting. So I'm gonna kind of describe what kind of happened, not every morning, but most mornings. We would all meet up in the, like a big con conference, conference room. room. Yeah, conference room. And it was attached to the apartment. So we'd all go down there and they would have like coffee and donuts for us and kind of like do different things. So this day we were, my group and another group were in the conference room and then the two other groups split off and went 
off to do stuff that I did later in the day, just so we all wouldn't be in the room together. Yeah, they so, like kind of stagger with a group that big. I'm sure they had to. Exactly. So we staggered out, and I'm super happy with the that we got the morning time because I was so tired that I didn't really want to go do stuff at the moment. So we mm. went in there, and we... Yeah, that is true. I because So, like, the other groups were doing their excursions first thing and they were meeting later yeah yeah oh my god you did luck out then because yeah. that would suck having to wake up first thing first be tired and then be like doing your fun stuff while you're still groggy exactly exactly Damn, so, you did luck out with that then i know i was super excited so we all meet in this conference room and today was basically just meeting people because like i said people came here by themselves which i could never do but like people didn't know anyone so it was all like those ugh, stupid games like introduce yourself yada 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 but Stuff I hate, but I was actually, I did good. So one of the games we played, I've never played before. It was like, go around and we were in a big circle with like 30 people. And it was like, say your name, but before your name, say a word that starts with the letter of your name. So like, for example, Chloe could be like. Cat. Cl Cat Chloe. Chloe. Cat? No, Chloe Cat Chloe. Cat, or Cat, Cat Chloe. Chloe. Something okay. like that. Like, or like Carrot Chloe. Something like anything like that. Okay. So you would do like that. And then you have to say the five people behind you to remember names. That was like the whole purpose of this was to remember names. So I was like freaking out. Chloe, you know me. I was like, what the hell am I going to do? Like sweating. Like I hate this. I hate talking in front of people. I hate like games. So what am I going to do? So it was my turn. And I say, gorgeous Garrett. And when I say gorgeous Garrett, everyone's head turned and automatically everyone was like obsessed. The whole trip I was referred to as gorgeous Garrett throughout the entire time I was there. I love that. I loved it. It was so funny. Cunty Chloe? <laughs> that would have been the one, babe. So that would have been the one. But yeah, so. Yeah, that, that was what they called me on my attack. <laughs> Just kidding. LOL. Oh my God. But I forgot before we did this um, whole thing, I woke up. And outside my balcony was the beach. So I like, cause I went there at night, so I didn't see anything. And we had huge mountains surrounding us, which I did not expect, but there was mountains around me. There was the beach. And I like, right before this conference, I went down by myself and like did a walk on the beach and it was just crazy. I was like, oh my God, this was my moment to kind of like soak in where I was yeah. and be like, what the hell have I just like, done? Like get your bearings and just be like, okay, Garrett. It's real. We're here. Touch the sand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is actually legit. And I'm not dreaming. Literally. So I did that. And then we went to the conference room, had that little game. And then we switched off to go to their excursions, which, which was like kind of the more fun part of the day, obviously. So we went to the first off, we had this tour guide that was so cute. It was this older guy and he was from South Africa and he was telling us all about the history of South Africa and specifically Cape Town, which is actually really sad. I don't want to get into like all of that right now, but um, South Africa has gone through a lot and the guy knew so much about it. So I learned so much through him. And he took us to this museum, which talked about the city itself and how it used to be like split, like a bad between like um, blacks and whites. And it was just like very, very sad like stuff. During apartheid and all of that stuff. Yeah, it was just like, South, it's just like been treated so badly throughout the years and like they've just now kind of are getting their feet and on the ground and like are doing so much and I'm just so happy that I was able to go and be a voice and like if you are able to go to Cape Town or anywhere in Africa in general go because it is not what you expect at all and like one of the best things I've ever done so it's also just so beautiful that as like a country they're trying to reestablish and redefine their their identity as a country you know Exactly. And that's beautiful. And it's good to know that there are places out there 
that are trying to move towards the better when there are other places <coughs> that seem to be struggling with that. Exactly, exactly. So um, that was really nice. And then we went to like some scenic stops around, like they have really pretty views all around South Africa. So we did one of those the first day. And then we got to go to the grocery store, which I actually love because it's just so different going to like these different... I don't know. It's just like a cultural, sh not a shock, but it's just so different how people live there. So we went to the grocery store and I don't know. It's just like super cool. Everything was so cheap, which is like, I was kind of expecting it, but just being there and like getting all this stuff for um, like nothing was insane to me. Like e everything while I was there was so super, super cheap. And everyone was so nice. Like even the people at checkout, like they were asking like, is this your first time visiting? Like how have you been? Yada yada. Or not how you've been, but like how, like, how was your trip how and stuff? Yes. Yeah, how are you? Exactly. Yeah. So everyone was super nice and I got all my goody snacks, all my food I for the, snacks. all my food for the weeks. And guys, I was still at this point, I feel like we've eaten, I still have a full meal. So I'm like binging out because I'm like, dude, like I'm so hungry. So I like, got all my snacks, all my goods and, um, I'm it was so, so fun. with you though, Garrett, because when you travel anywhere, like literally anywhere going to, especially out of the country, going to another supermarket or grocery store, mm -hmm. I don't know why, but I'm so there with you. It is such a cool experience. Like it's just seeing all the different brand names and all of the different stuff that they have. It's really, really cool. And I love that you mentioned that and that that's something that you like noticed because I also had so much fun and I would go to the grocery store like every day just to be like, I'm running to the Pam or just I, show up. Like, don't I mind. Go. Don't mind. <laughs> we leave the grocery store and we just go back home, chill for the day because we've been going for the past like 48 hours. I need to chill. So we chill, we eat dinner there and at like 12 o'clock at night, we were like up and we were bored. So we went to the beach and we found like we were like shell hunting and stuff and we found baby starfish that were alive and they were the size of a quarter they were so cute and that just so cool you never told me that ever so and i remember because chloe told me while i was there she was like garrett one thing i did not do that i wish i did do was bring a journal and like write out what i did every day and so i did that and that was in my journal which reminded me to tell you guys so that was super fun and just like craziness because like obviously i don't live by the beach so just like being able to like wake up or like just whenever you want you just go outside and do that stuff was super fun okay so after that we obviously went to bed because i was fucking tired and we were able to do whatever we wanted that day so we hit the city we all got super cute and <laughs> i was hungry because <laughs> I, st I still haven't surprised? i still haven't got my restaurant food babes so i was like looking out i was ready for my for my meal a meal the so, queen wants his margarita pizza and stat. Thank you. Thank you very much. My friend Mary that I went on my trip with, she did this whole slideshow about food places. So we were looking through it and we picked the Wolf House. And guys, this place, I don't know because it was, I could just be so hungry from the past three days, but that food was some of the best food I ever have. And I've ever had. And it was like basic stuff like hamburgers, chicken, like sandwiches. But guys, when I needed that most, it saved me. And I 100% believe that that was probably the best burger you've ever had because America's food is so toxic and poisonous and full of pesticides and crap that that probably genuinely was the best burger you ever had. That's true. That's true. So we went. The food is fresh and clean. You have it right there, baby. The food here was so fucking good. So we all, we go to this restaurant. And when I tell you it was empty, I don't know how, 
if this was in Savannah, Georgia, or Atlanta, it would be packed. It was so cool. They had like tables, like kind of like not sitting on top of each other, but it was like staggered tables, like on the wall and like weird. It was like super weird, but unique and like Pinterest, Pinteresty. But we were like, no, guys, we go to the rooftop. So we go to the rooftop, blank, no one up there. So we're like, oh god, we're gonna get in trouble. Literally ordered half the menu, got me like a pina colada. Do like our photo shoots because if you know me, I love a good photo shoot. So I was like, guys, take pictures of me. So do my photo shoots up there. I was getting my drink inside of me, get my food inside of me. I'm in Africa, living my life. Like, and I was with some people that I just met from our school that I was getting to know, and they were so sweet. I loved them. And I was with Ella and Mary, which I love, and just overall a great vibe. So I was J chilling. Now my baby's now my baby's fed, so things are gonna take a turn for the better. Exactly. He's fed and he's happy now. Mama knows if her boy's hungry, I'm not happy. <laughs> he, he needs he's a growing young boy and he needs his meals three or four meals a day plus snacks in between and guys when i tell you this meal i splurged 10 bucks like it was insane insane so we go to, back to the apartments and get ready for the night because this is one of the coolest things we did we went to a 14 course african meal where they showed us all authentic African food while also like they were doing performance art for us. They were like singers, like doing real tribal dance moves and like doing drums. We were even able, like they had every seat had its own drum. So we were like, they teach us how to play drums and while like also feeding us 14 courses. So it was super, super, super cool. And they also like while people were performing, they went around and did face paint on all of us. So we all had like face paint on and like not, it was like, like flower floral face paint and it was so pretty everyone was so nice and just like the energy of like dancing like we went on stage drums singing and I don't know it just like felt so authentic and I'll post definitely post some videos of this on Instagram because something I've never experienced before in my life and it just felt so cool that I was like actually in Africa experiencing real African food culture music dancing and like I said, everyone here was so nice. Everywhere I went, and obviously the food was to die for, and I've never had 14 courses before. So I literally, my little nerdy behind, took pictures of every single 14 <laughs> dishes. But no, everything I remember when Garrett started putting this stuff on his story, first of all, this bitch was so fucking jealous. I <laughs> was so jealous. I wanted to be there so bad. And what he's talking about, like, babes, this was full-blown dinner in theater, like dinner in a show. Dinner in a show. <laughs> and the fact that they had the individual drawing is so cool. I love that it's inclusive. And I just want to, like, I've never been to South Africa before, but one thing I want to touch on that you just, like, described, and I just picked it up, and I've never even been there, it makes a huge difference when you go to travel to a place where you can tell that the local people really want to bring tourists in, they want to educate people about their culture, they want to share their culture. It's such a beautiful experience. It bonds people from completely different like worlds. Yes. And it's so, so special. And so I'm so glad that you guys got that experience because I know for everybody there, that was probably one of the highlights of the whole trip. So good, I loved it. So after that night, we just went back to the hotel and chilled, but the next day was kind of a chill day because all of us signed up for different activities. So. One thing I haven't told you guys is we all had to leave in a pack of three. So if I didn't have Ella and Mary with me, I would not have been able to go anywhere. So they were both out doing activities that day. So I was just kind of chilling around the apartment, not doing anything, but ex except this day, Harry Styles released his album. So I was like binging his album while all my friends were out. But just like I said, eating like at the hotel or eating at the apartments, chilling, but then around 
I think like two or three, I had my activity for the day, which was zip lining. And this was something I was actually nervous about because I didn't know anyone on this trip because I signed up for it as an activity and like Mary and Ella and all my other friends, like they just weren't on this trip, but I did make friends on the trip in hindsight. So we go on this zip lining trip, which was super pretty. I was in like the mountains and that one thing I did not expect about Africa was how many mountains there would be. There are so many mountains. And when I tell you, babes, we were inside of these mountains. I was hiking up these mountains trying to get to these ropes. I was so scared too because my dumb ass didn't bring a bag with me this day. So I was like so scared my phone was going to fall out of my pocket that I could barely even enjoy ziplining. But there were some really sweet people on there. I met Peyton. Shout out Peyton. She's really sweet. Um, and yeah, it was the, the views what made this stand out to me because I've ziplined before. But like being... I've ziplined, but this is probably the sketchiest zipline I've, I've ever done. I'm not going to lie to you, babes. Cause, like, that doesn't surprise me. It was like... That's wood. like when you go to Costa Rica to go zipline or something. It's like, babes, you know that they just put this up in the middle of the jungle by hand two days ago. Like, what are you doing? But, babes, I was like, oh, God, if I fall, like, I'm a dead, dead man walking, babes. So that was fun. But the highlight of the day was when we went back to the hotel, me and my friends got ready to go out. And we went to the waterfront. Now, guys, this is like the center of town, but like bougie. It's like where the mall is. They have restaurants, bars, everything. But I've never been to a place like it. It's literally like all in one space, like a hundred square feet. It's like there's a hotel, mall. The mall's I'm like googling it right now. I have to see what the mall has. Everything. <gasps> um, Ferro, a Ferris wheel. There's a Ferris wheel. There's restaurants. There's bars so much stuff like i love that's why my like that's like if i ever go back that's probably where i would stay is that was waterfront that's okay, like you guys i've never been there i'm googling it right now because when garrett started talking about that i had to see it so pause the episode go and google it because if you see what i'm seeing right now like babes we're planning an efbf live show in cape town because <laughs> we have to go see this, this is, is not gorgeous right and this is not what you expect when i was going to south africa this is not what i was expecting so i was like shocked when i saw this but like in the best way possible i was like oh my god shopping <laughs> it almost looks like it's crazy too because there's like so many different things going on like there's mountains but also palm trees but also it kind of gives the vibes of like new england and america but then it also gives the vibes a little bit of like alpine like aspen but then it also gives the vibes of like we've got a ferris wheel so it's also a carnival there's so much going on but it looks so cool and so, so much going on like i love that place and kind of like you just said chloe while i was in africa the whole entire time I felt like I was in 16 different countries because every little place was so different. I went like to sand dunes. I went to the rainforest. I went to the ocean. I went to the mountains. So it's literally everything so close to each other together. I didn't know where I was half the time, but that's <laughs> one of my favorite places was waterfront. And I would, if I ever go back, I would like take people there for sure because it's just like not what you expect when you hear Cape Town. Or like, I guess if you were planning your own trip, if you could find a way to find a hotel around the waterfront, that would probably be where you want to be. While we were at waterfront, we went to Cause and Effect. And guys, the drinks there are so cool. My drink came out in a rocket ship and it had like dry ice in it. So it looked like the rocket ship was taking off. My other friend had like a mini skating rink her drink came out on. Just super cool and like fun drinks that like I've never seen before. Again, you guys, I'm on Google because I'm trying to stalk his entire trip while he talks. And if you Google 
Cape Town cause and effect drinks. You can find some really cool pictures. Like this place looks fucking dope. And it's like crazy because a place like that in New York City, you'd be paying like $65 for a cocktail. So after we went to cause and effect, we were walking around waterfront and we ran into some people that were in our group, like from America. So we just started hanging out with them and they were so nice. I actually met so many of my friends to the state from that one specific run-in and we all just decided to go to an Irish pub together on the waterfront and just get like drinks and just get to know each other and that's just like one of the fun things that I didn't expect really was to make that many new friends <laughs> but it was like a cool experience and everyone was like so nice there and everyone was just so open to doing stuff so we all went out and that was really really fun and then the next day was another just chill day because I think it was this was the weekend where people were doing more activities. So just another chill day. But I actually went with Ella and Peyton, the girl I met on ziplining, to this really cute pizza place where everything was hot pink. So pretty. I don't know what it was called, but it was really, really cute. And then after that, we went back to the apartments and we went out to the only bar I actually went out to like uh, where like a nightclub and it was called The Village Idiot. And it was super cool because when you go in, they like check your, just because like obviously people are more aware of like theft there. So there are high precautions in like basically every situation just to keep you safe. Not because like things are happening that night, just because like they do it every single day. So for example, they would like check your, um, like if you had a coat, you have to take your coat off just so you can't like put stuff in your pocket. So we were there chilling, getting drinks, super fun. And then when we left, Every, every person that left, they would make you unlock your phone to make sure that was your actual phone and that you're not stealing someone's phone. So they did that. And then, like, as we're waiting for, like, our taxi to come, we saw, like, policemen everywhere. Like, there's no, like, homeless people allowed on the streets, like, near bars or, like, um, no, like, hitchhikers or, like, no, no, no one bad, like, can be, like... Like, no loitering, no loitering. that kind of and, stuff. But they're yeah. on it. As to the point as, like, there's no even, like you look and like, you know, you're walking past. Like there's like, no, they don't play with it there. And I felt so safe. All right, so the next day we actually get in some really, really fun stuff. When I used to think of Cape Town, I thought of like the colorful house street. I don't know if anyone's ever seen pictures, but it's basically the street in Cape Town where every single house is like neon blue, neon yellow, neon pink, neon green. And it's like a staple. So this day we all got super, super cute and went to do a photo shoot there, which, Let's get to the realistic, like, or like the reality of this place. Because obviously when you see it on like the internet, it's like just a picture. So you don't know what's happening like around people. First thing is there was a movie being shot on the street when we went. So what are the odds? Oh. And then second thing is there's like this little kid bothering us the whole time. Like, do you want me to take a picture of for your Instagram? Like, not like begging for money, but like asking for money and like not, not harassing, just like being annoying. Like, no, like leave us alone. That was like the whole no, time. It straight up is harassment. Like, though, it, because like police, that's what they're doing. But even like a police was like, leave them alone and they would not leave us yeah. alone. So it was a lot. But then the movie shut down and we're still doing photo shoots. And I swear to God, guys. So I was like taking pictures and then we're going through them that night. There was this man taking pictures of me getting photographed and he's in the back of my pictures like holding his phone up like this like at me super sketch that is so scary Get i know it. oh my god i know so we got the heck out of there so that, that was like a little obviously when you see the pictures it looks like a, just a street no one's on there but it's a very poppin street and just like we were three people and i was like i wish we had a fourth just to have like a, mm -hmm. a little group of us but nothing happened at all but that was just like kind of i was like on on high alert you know so we then decided to go to this super cute rooftop bar called Gigi's Rooftop. And 
super, super, super cute, guys. All these places we went to. I'm like, America could never. America could literally never. It had this giant, like, gorgeous sign that spelled out gorgeous. It had this, like, it's a rooftop. So I guess on, like, on summer, they have this, like, mini little pool, like, half under, like, in the restaurant, half not. It's, like, super oh, I love that cool thing. vibes. Like, I love places that have those where you can, like, swim in and out. Yeah, it's super cool. They had, like, super unique food. Like, the food there... Some of the best. They had like a full roasted chicken they came out and like the mac and cheese was incredible. Um, One thing that was crazy when Garrett got back, he told me, and I already mentioned it once in the pod, but he was like, I had margarita pizza like almost every single day while I was in Cape Town and like the margarita pizzas in Africa are so good. And who would have freaking thought? Who would have thought? Like, I know. That's I, what got you on margaritas and they're so good. I know. I feel bad because people were like, what like African food did you try like after the 14th course meal not that i didn't want to try it's just at restaurants they don't have that it's like not an option it's not like i'm like they're catering towards tourists exactly so it's not like i wasn't avoiding it it was just but the food there was so good so no hate no hate no hate no hate. i, I loved it i loved it so we go to the rooftop it was so good food was amazing and then guys the next day was one of the best days of my life so i just want to get into that right now because uh, it makes me actually really sad because it's just like so perfect. Do we need to buckle our seatbelts. If you want to buckle, I mean, this is a fun ride, so buckle in if you I'm if you gonna... buckle okay. in. <laughs> She's buckled. I know that sometimes there's chances in Africa of falling out of cars. So I'm gonna oh, there we are. We're, we're safety. She's in. Okay, so we wake up and we have I'm a guest buckled. and we have a guest speaker that's going to be talking to us. She was really sweet. Um, she talked to us for like about an hour, and no shade to the girl, but she went a little over our time oh, a little as in over like 45 minutes and i was like babe we have an appointment at the winery no hate no hate to your guest speaker but this is the only day that we had this like plan that we can all go at this time like we gotta leave so a little behind the scenes story i tried to like sneak out and my leader was like ah where do you think you're going i was like straight up i was like girl like i gotta go she's running past her time we have an appointment like i can't I can't not go. I'm in Africa, babes. And she's like, just wait five more minutes. And if she's not done, you can leave. Five minutes pass. Bye, babes. I'm out. So I left and my, my girls came with me. And it was just three of us. So we all get super cute. Like, this is the one thing when I went to Africa, this is the one thing I wanted to do. I was like, I want to go to a winery in Africa. Like, please, God, let me do it. So we get there at like, like 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, maybe. We we take a um taxi or like an Uber. So let me tell you this before we get any further into the story while we've been at these apartments our group that we've been with our like leaders got our own taxi service for us so like taxi services that like aren't for anyone else like they come directly to us like we have people's personal phone numbers like they're always at the door waiting for us to like take us somewhere so like, they don't go they don't do anyone else except for us so well and it, that's a safety precaution and it's pre-arranged like that because they don't want any american students just getting into somebody's car no and, and it's so nice driving away yeah like, no, so, i'm so glad that they so that grateful for that and, like that was so nice but it just has to i had to tell that because you're about to hear why so and that's we, also probably a good um like travel advice piece, anyone listening to this who might want to go to Cape Town or go to Africa, before you go, maybe see if you can book your own private car service That's and true. something similar to that so that you know that you have that safety net of, I have the same person who can drive me every day. I can build trust and you know exactly. feel safe there. Exactly. So. Okay, so we finally get ready after that hectic morning. I made it sound very less hectic than it was, but it was very stressful to get to the vineyard. So we get to the vineyard, we make our appointment, and guys, 
as we're driving up, I have a sigh of relief. I'm like, God has answered my prayers, and like I'm where I want to be. Let me get a fat ass glass of wine in like, me, babes. Yes. It's time. And when I tell you bouge, like I'm like, this is like a private estate that like people are staying on. Like we just like kind of we just like reserved a table for the winery. So it's like bougie. Everyone around us were like adults. Like there was no kids around us. So nice. So we get there. We have our first wine tasting. Get my whites. I mean, because I love a good white. So I get my whites first before I get to my red so I can get a little drunk. So get our first round done. Then we go do a photo shoot in the vineyard, guys. And when I tell you we walk up, there's like dogs running around. There's like, we have wine. We have food. There's like grapes. There's mountains behind the winery. It's like, like, wait a second. Fuck. Did I die? Because I think I might be. I don't want to wake right up. Like, I don't want to wake up. Uh, so we do the the whole thing. We go take photo shoots. And then we go to the restaurant that's inside the winery. The food, like bougie stuff. I didn't even know I was like eating. I was like order stuff because I didn't know anything on the menus. But it was all so good. My yeah, friend. Frog wand. Didn't even know it. <laughs> My friend got this like birthday plate, even though it wasn't her birthday. And we didn't ask for it. Like someone thought it was her birthday, I guess. So she got like, we got like free cake. And then we're like, okay, should we do another wine tasting? That we did. So then we went back to the wine tasting. <laughs> By this point, our, at this point, our server has gone home for the day. We have a new server because. Oh my Jesus, Garrett. Oh my God. You out, you ran that woman home. No, it gets worse. Or that man. Oh, okay. So we do another wine tasting. At this point, plastered. We're doing full Snapchat wine reviews on my Snapchat. Finally, we're. We're like on the last one, like, oh, should we call the taxi? Like, is it almost ready? We see the poor guy walk out, like, in front of the window, like, waving at us. We're like, is that our fucking taxi? Like, what the hell? Like, we haven't called anyone. Like, why is he here? Go outside. The poor man has waited for us all day long. And, like, y'all were making y'all self at home. So when he says all day, we mean all like, day. I had no idea. We felt, we're like, what the heck, dude? Like, you did not tell us you were staying. We had no idea you were here. We are so sorry. Like, what the heck? Obviously, this makes sense, and I'm so thankful for him, and we did tip him very generously. But he was like, since y'all are so far away from the hotel, like, or from the apartments, we can't, like, just, like, leave y'all. So like, we had to stay. But I was like, all right, what the heck? I wish you would have told us. But we leave... And this poor guy, he was so sweet. He, we were like, can you please stop at the store for us? Like, we gotta grab something real quick. And he was like, really fucking hammered and we <laughs> need snacks right now. So, can you please stop at the convenience please. store on the way back to the hotel? <laughs> and the angel of a human, he stopped and let us get some snacks. But that was just one of the best nights. I was just like, I barely remember the end of it, but like, that was just that full day was so, 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 so fun. Honestly, it's good that you guys didn't know that he was waiting because, like he said, he had to either way. But if you guys knew that he was out there waiting, you would have been feeling guilty and not wanted to stay as long. So it's good that you didn't know so that you guys had your whole and this is his job. See, crazy little fun day, and it is his job exactly. Like, as and in, he like, did tip him. And as in, like he was like with this group. Like he's not like he couldn't go out and like get someone else, but from our like besides our group. Mm -hmm. Anyway, anyway, okay, so. We leave there, and of course, the next morning, we have to wake up super early, as every single morning. Chloe, I have a question. When you were in Italy, did you ever sleep in? No, babes. But that's why, so looking back, and when I was, like, doing our study abroad episode, I was like, damn, we took way too many naps while we were there. Like, I feel guilty about how many naps, but it was absolutely fucking necessary, because we'd be up and in class by, like, 7 a.m., and then 
after class, we would have like an hour long break before we would have to do our activity or excursion or meeting or whatever of the day. And then after that, we would only have like three hours free before dinner or something like like Garrett said earlier, sometimes we would have free days, which was awesome. But for the most part, in study abroad, you are booked and busy and it is exhausting. Like it's the best kind of exhausting, but it's the kind of thing you could only do while you're still in college because me now having graduated college i'm just like i probably at 24 years old could not do the same trip and like survive oh 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 so we wake up go 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 the whole entire time so we wake up at like the crack ass of dawn to get on the stand bus once again i lived on a bus half this trip i was on a bus Mm -hmm. um so we get on this bus and we go to several national parks i don't know the exact names i was trying to find them but i just like couldn't find them but they were super pretty we did go to the cape of good hope which is the most southwestern point of the african continent which is really cool and really pretty and the waves i sound like a surfer like if i was a surfer i would go surf those waves like they were so pretty and big (laughs) i kind of feel like that place is like i don't know i have this just weird feeling that that place has some kind of very special very like it, magical universe power no it looks like out of a movie i've never seen anything like it before like honestly when i was driving up i was like what the heck and it's kind of like a dead end because you go to the western point mm-hmm. and then like there's nowhere else to go so you have to go back around and something i haven't mentioned you know how we have like wild like we have like cats dogs chickens like places like around like on the street right no they mm-hmm. have ostriches and monkeys Oh, God. See, okay. Like, <clears throat> that is the first thing that you have said this whole entire time that scares me a little bit about going there. Because, first of all, ostriches are mean as hell. They are so mean. And monkeys kind of freak me out because they're, like, unpredictable, so capable and unpredictable. And they have the opposable thumbs. So, it's like, what the hell are you going to do to me? Yeah. So, that was a little freaky. I'm not going to lie. That freaked me out a little bit, too. I yeah. Think, definitely. Because, yeah. honestly, even just going to a petting zoo where they have ostriches, I'm definitely on edge. <laughs> Um, so we leave the Western Cape of Good Hope and we go to this little beach town, which I feel like I'm in like Rhode Island or something at this point. I don't know where the hell I am. So we go to this little town and we eat and we go to this beach where they have many penguins and um, they were so cute and tiny and they just run around the beach. That puts me at ease, but the ostriches put me on edge. There were so many of them. That sounds so cute and so amazing. They were so cute. They're just like laying on their little bellies to keep warm and they're all in the ocean, like riding in on the waves. They're so cute. There's so many of them, which was like the most surprising thing. So this day was like basically just us like going around to different national parks, seeing like different outside nature things that like everyone, but like this is something we'd had no choice to do. These were like plan activities with the group. So we did that for the day and that like took up the entire day. Like your boy was tie tie. So the next day, which is actually a year ago from today, I'm getting snapshot memory. So a year ago from today, it was our service day, which we went to a local school and helped clean and paint their bathrooms, um, which was really, really nice. It felt like I was actually doing something on this trip and not just like taking in for myself. So we were able to go and I painted like the doors of the bathroom. There's like 10 of us in there, um, like painting the bathroom doors and then we switched out with the other group because we kind of split in half and I was able to go like hang out with the kids outside and play with them. And we played like hopscotch and poor girls like Mary and Ella, their hair, they were like, they were braiding all of their hair and like getting it. And that's, everyone was so, so sweet. And it just felt good to be able to like do something and help the kids out while we were there because 
it obviously is way different from it from what we go through here and like just driving around i'm like talking about all the good stuff that we did experience but obviously like driving up and seeing people's houses that are just like sheds is not mm-hmm. like good and it just makes me feel really sad about like what these kids kind of had to go home to so it made me feel good that i was able to kind of enhance their school environment to like make them have a safe haven but everyone like i said was so sweet everyone was so nice and it felt good to be able to help them in like the many 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 like the smallest way i could so that was fun and like that was all we did that day was just go to the school and help them um and i gave my nike hat away one kid one little kid wanted my nike hat so i was like kid it is all yours take it and run and take it and run (laughs) and don't you look back so i hope that kid didn't go home and get in trouble like taking that he stole some some American tourists hat. <laughs> LOL. Um, that's so, awesome though. I'm really glad that you guys had that chance to do some acts of service because that's one thing that I wish was incorporated into my study abroad trip because I love to be able to do things like that. Like I've done some of our local um, like volunteer projects and service things through my school here in town, but it would be it's feels amazing to give back to your own community, but. I can't imagine what that was like for you guys to be able to give a little tiny piece back to the people who had just given you guys such an incredible trip and just also getting to hang out with those children too. Like that's a whole nother level. Break. It like broke my heart. It was something I'll never forget and I'll cherish forever. But moving on from that stuff, we went to the apartments that got ready and we went back to the waterfront and this is where I did my shopping. Now there's this one shop that I've been trying all day to find the name to it. The store was so cute. I got stuff from Chloe, like the water bottle I got you, I got from there. You got like a tote bag a, too, I a think. A tote bag, water bottle, like so much stuff for so cheap, but I don't know the name. But guys, it was so cute. I splurged that night. And then we went the to- The stuff was very like Urban Outfitters-y. So it yes. was like that kind of a vibe. Yes, very much that vibe. So we went there and then we went to this like gourmet burger place. For my burger, for example, had like a hamburger, then like a chicken like um patty on top with like all the condiments then like mary had one that had like barbecue on it but it was like a hamburger with barbecue so it was like gourmet like just fun different hamburgers and guys the chicken with a hamburger might sound like gross but that shit was bussin and i ate all of it (laughs) that reminds me i can't remember garrett maybe you'll know i feel like in the 2000s and when i was in like middle school or like early high school i feel like there was this trend or like a phase where people started going to McDonald's and getting a burger and a chicken sandwich and putting them together and they would call it something like a McNasty or something. Oh my God. I know exactly I what you're what talking about. It, but like, right. Am I crazy? Yeah. Or was no, that not like a weird trend all of a sudden out of nowhere? You're totally right. Yes. I don't know the name of it, but you're 100% correct. So like, I don't think you're crazy at all because it's a thing that's been done. Like it's already been proven to be yummy. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Okay, so we leave there, we go back to the apartments, and the next morning, we wake up bright and early when I tell you this, to go hike up Table Mountain, which is one of the new seven wonders of the world, which is super cool. But that's amazing. Hiking that was almost death for me. Not because it was like hard, well, it was hard, but like, I'm just not in shape, guys. If I would have done this preparing, I was just not expecting what I was in for huge the the bitch is huge guys like don't be going into there thinking it's going to be easy i was not prepared and i was sore the day the after bitch is huge <laughs> i'm not gonna like it gets so big there's like a restaurant and like stuff on top of the mountain like it's mm-hmm. huge but super beautiful and it was like cool that i because 
we could have like taken the train up it. They have like a train system that can like take you up. But I was like, no, let me hike. So I did do it, and I'm proud of myself. And it yeah, was now pretty. You can say you've done it. And then when we got up there, the clouds were like under us. We're, we're looking above the clouds, and it was fellows in heaven. It was super cool. Oh. So we wanted to get back because we wanted to go to the markets before they closed for the weekend. So we went straight back to the apartments, ran, got ready. We went to the um, markets. And the market we went to was the Green Market Square. And super cool, guys. This was like a market. Like, people were coming all over Africa to come sell their homemade stuff. And a little sketch because there were some pickpocketers, but you can easily eye them out. And we were just like, hold on to your safe, like, hold on to your stuff. But everyone was so nice. We found so much cool stuff that was like authentically made in Africa. And probably the most touching person I met there was a painter. And bless his heart, he was like, you guys, like, we have 15 minutes left, left, and you guys are my first customers. Like, I appreciate you so much. But he was an older man, and he was so passionate about his work that it honestly brought tears to my eyes. He was so sweet. I have a picture of him. I swear, he was just so cute. And I bought a piece of his artwork, so I have it with me forever now. Yes, and it's uh, gorgeous. It's so cool. It's amazing. It's crazy. Like, the green market was one of the like, things I felt like I was actually in Africa. You know, like, it was... I was surrounded by, like, people from South Africa. I was, like in their world and I don't know like it was just it was crazy being there I have a picture of the market it's like in a square but there's like skyscrapers surrounding the square so I have a picture of like of like the square and then it meets the skyscraper which is really cool um I remember Garrett telling me about that man like immediately I think you told me once you were home I don't think you told me over the phone but and showing me the artwork and everything and that was just also a touching story even for me to hear because it's just like so cool again when you can make a connection with someone who comes from a completely different culture like probably the way that you connected and felt with your um african artist is probably how i felt with some of like like the pizzeria owner that we would go to the same pizzeria every single day and like we're on first name basis with him it's just so fucking cool to make a connection like that and to realize that you'd maybe like speak different languages and you were raised completely different and you were brought up to think completely different things but you can still make friends with someone exactly you still can just randomly out of nowhere find that spark of connection and those two people have chemistry and that's all it takes i love it like, like i said it was one of my favorite things and having that memory i'll hold on to forever okay so after the green market we went back home and i forgot to tell you guys but i'm doing like a class like for school here, so I went back and did like schoolwork. Full time. <laughs> uh, schoolwork for the rest there of the day. There was actually a tiny bit of study involved. In the yeah. <laughs> Literally, yes. Yeah. So I had to touch on that. So we went back and did some homework for the day, and then, um, the next forty-eight hours, guys, that I'm about to touch on over, I didn't sleep a wink. In the next forty-eight hours, and Chloe, you know, I need my sleep. So this is like crazy oh my for gosh, me. Garrett is like an eight thirty, nine p.m. Go to bed and don't touch him and don't talk to him and do not text or call. Yeah, straight dead, babe. You're not getting nothing. No response. Okay, so we wake up super early and we get ready to go have a meeting because this is our last day in Cape Town, which is really sad. But we're gonna get ready to go on the garden route, which the garden route is just like a road or like a, um, like a highway or something like in Africa that's really scenic and beautiful and we kind of the next five days we would drive up the garden route to go do different activities so we go to the meeting where we get like our itinerary for the next few days 
and that was super exciting because I got to like see what I was going to be doing because I haven't I didn't know yet. So we learned that, and then this is the end of Springbok. No more Springbok. You're iconic. You were fun while you lasted, but no more of you. You're dead. So oh, Springbok is dead. <laughs> you're dead. You're done. So you're this. Actually, guys, the next thing I'm going to talk about is one of my favorite things I did the whole time I was I was there. So right before I, they crammed me in the last second they could, I got to go to the sand dunes and ride four-wheelers and go sandboarding, which was so much fun because it felt like I was in, like, Dubai or something, like, in the middle of nowhere. It was crazy. It was literally white sand and blue skies. That's all you could see. It was one of the craziest things... Just like being in the city, then driving 20 minutes and being there, I like didn't know how to feel about it, but so cool, so fun. I've ridden four-wheelers my whole life, so I was like living my best life out there. And then we get to the sandboarding part where I don't tell you guys, but a guy two days before this broke his collarbone and in our group. So this, I was like, I had a bad feeling. I was like, mm, <laughs> yeah, no, I have like back surgery. <laughs> Uh, no. Yeah, I was just going to say for anyone listening, we have never touched on it yet. But for me, as Garrett's best friend and his backup mama, <laughs> I was fucking terrified when I found out that he went zip lining and he was doing full day hiking and he was doing <laughs> like sand. First of all, you've been four wheeling your whole life, but not on sand dunes, babe. So it's completely That's fucking true. different <laughs> and 10 times more dangerous. And then the sandboarding, I'm like, Honey bunny, fucking be careful. Your body is going to break and that rod isn't. Well, you're going to hear. You, I'm so scared. You're going to be proud of me because the sand dune or the sandboarding thing, uh uh-uh. uh. So I was with a group of all girls and I got bullied by them because I was like, guys, I'm not. I'll like sit on my butt and ride the board down. Because when I, y'all think these little hills are like five feet, no, they're 40 to 50 feet in the air. This is steep and you're going fast. And they put wax on the bottom of the board to make it go faster. So, like, I'm not in the mood, babe. I'm, like, really, I'm about to go on the five-day trip to my garden route. I don't have time to be hurt. So, all the girls are, like... One thing about Garrett and I, we are both Capricorns. And one thing that I learned recently on a skiing trip, when the ski conditions weren't to my liking and (laughs) it was too fast and I felt like I was out of control, for a Capricorn to feel like they're out of control is, like, one of the worst feelings in the world. And... It makes us like panic and we have no fun and we just shut down. So like the thought for me of getting on a fucking board that's covered in wax and zooming down this sand mountain to my death is just horrifying because I want to be in control. I would rather be able to drive the four wheeler where I have the brakes and the gas and I can be in control or at least pretend to be in control. I've gone down on my butt five times. They've gone down once. I'm having a blast. I don't want like, to do. I'm having a good damn time. Why like, are y'all so worried about me? Leave, Jesus. like, leave me alone. Like, y'all want me to like break something? Lord have mercy. And like, all the girls, are, like, some of the girls were getting mad at me that I wasn't doing it. I was like, y'all really want to square up because I, I have a brain and y'all don't. Like, y'all don't know me. Leave me the hell alone. I was actually getting really mad. So I was like, fine, I'll go up. I did like halfway, and like I barely did it, but like I didn't get hurt and it was fine. So like I was over it. I was pissed off, but all the girl, all these people too. Kind of like Chloe said, at this point, everyone was getting, like, kind of over the trip. Some people were, like, ready to go home by this point. Babes, I was like, I'm yeah, just getting started. That's, that's always weird to me. Like, there are people on study abroads that, like, halfway through, they're like, okay, I'm over this, and I'm ready to go home. <laughs> Literally. Like, Wait, what the fuck? Like, because I said it in my study abroad episode, and I 100% mean it. 
as exhausted as I was by the time we went to Rome at the end of the trip, if someone would have walked up to me and been like, Chloe, there was a glitch in the system and there's an open spot. If you want, you can start over at the beginning of the trip and do it all again. So not seven weeks, but we're going to do 14 weeks. I would have been like, where do I sign on the contract? Like, what do I do? How do I make this happen? Because yes. It, that was me. And I feel like everyone was against me. Everyone was like mad that I was having fun. So honestly, and on the way back, like, we, we packed up heading back to the apartments. They're playing like doses and mimosas, like music on my chill playlist, Chloe. And everyone's mm -hmm. like sitting still. I was in the back jamming. I have videos on my Snapchat, me singing by myself. I was like, and I was like guys, this is... <sighs> I was, I was, anyway, so that like, was. Like, you're supposed to just fucking rally. It's exactly the same as the club, club, <laughs> another club, no sleep, another club, another club, yeah. no sleep. Because you just, you get such a small amount of time to do exactly. this Exactly. It's, it's literally one of those things, like, it will never be the same trip with the same people at the same time in your life again. So take advantage of it and grab life by the freaking horns and ride that bitch. And when I said that, I looked like I was on crack cocaine to everyone. <laughs> That's because I should have been there. With you you should have. Okay, guys. So here we go. We go back to the apartment and we have our final dinner in Cape Town. So I'm going to let you guys know. So half of the group was going home, like going home back to America because they didn't sign up to do like the, um, garden route stuff so this is like me saying goodbye to some people i met super sad not really not super sad at all i was like excited because i was about to go on my garden route trip so <clears throat> we like it was about final goodbye we got like a certificate for like the group we were in i don't know some bull crap and spring bok so after that me and my friend mary we put an all-nighter because we knew the next morning at 5 a.m we're going to go shark cage diving four hours away so I was like, guys, I was like, I have so much homework to do. Mary, you have homework to do. Let's just stay up all night and do it. So that's what we did. And all I'm going to say is I don't watch Stranger Things, but I know the Stranger Things, the newest one came out then. So you guys can kind of know that time period and what day it was. Yeah, I don't even watch it, but I watched the whole thing that day because I was up at 2 a.m. doing nothing. So actually, I was doing homework and stuff. But anyway, I was just out of my element. I don't do that stuff. And Chloe knows it. So... After us not sleeping, we're like packing up the whole apartment because we're not coming back to these apartments ever again. So keep in mind during this, oh, me staying up all night, I'm packing up the apartment, like getting everything together because at 5 a.m. there's a bus waiting for us. So this isn't just like pulling an all-nighter, but this is also like an exhausting all-nighter where you're like busy doing chores basically all and, night long. And I was just on sand dunes a couple hours ago. So. Yeah, <laughs> right. Gotcha. Um, so... There's two buses. So now we're not in Springbrook anymore, but we get split. The group that's going on the garden trip gets split into two groups. One group that I'm on, which is the iconic group, and I love my group. And then there's the animal intensive group, which I love them too, but these weren't my group. So we split up into two buses, and each group has different itineraries. So this day, we wake up at 5, get on the bus, and drive four hours north to go shark cage diving. Now... Sounds super fun, super, so super, super fun. this is the one thing. If I had been on that study abroad with Garrett, I would have been doing the animals group and not the shark cage diving because that's just, like, insane to me. Like, actually craziness to be like, I'm going <laughs> to lure myself down into the ocean as bait and just see what happens. And I've seen too many movies where that <laughs> shit goes wrong and the shark just, like, bangs his nose and the cage falls apart instantly. Like, I'm... Mm -hmm. 
Clearly, I'm fine. It was good. It was good. Now, the story of this is actually super, super funny. So Here, imagine a shark biting <laughs> you and finding out that there's a metal rod in you. He would be so pissed. You would have become his like favorite. It'd be, it'd be like a, to a toothpick for him. You would. Oh my rod. Oh. <laughs> Your rod, the toothpick. Okay, so keep in mind, guys, we're five in the morning. I've been up for at least 24 hours now. So what mood am I in? I'm a tired mood. So keep in mind, we had people who do this, like a group from like the big group has did the shark cage diving a few days ago. And they warned us, like, guys, like take medicine so you don't throw up because like it happened in the first group. And like if you have any sign of like motion sickness, like take the pills. I didn't have it's any. Also, it's like deep sea water. Like that shit is choppy. Yeah. So um, I never take motion sickness. I'm like, I'll pay you $20 because I need a pill now. So we set. Like everyone was like asleep on the bus, obviously because it was five o'clock. So everyone that's normal was asleep. But my ass obviously cannot sleep in anything unless it's a bed. My ass was awake. So we set two alarms, one for like two hours before we arrive. So we can take one motion sickness pill. Then we wait another hour, take another motion sickness pill and then take one right when we get there. So I'm, like it's in me now, right? We're good. Like I'm not nervous. It's in this system. Right? <laughs> well, we get off the boat or we get off the bus and they're like, oh, we have breakfast for you guys. And when we okay. go to this, we go to this like Scottish looking like house that looks like we're in like Scotland at this like home bakery. I'm like, what the hell? Where am I? Like, I'm like, am I hallucinating at this point? Cause I've been up so long. Like, also, why are we going to feed a big gr just, like, group of kids just to throw them out into the obvious water? Into the ocean. Guess what they feed us? Meat, not bacon, oh. not sausage, unknown meat. I've oh. never seen in my life. I was just like, they's. If I, if I don't eat, I'm gonna throw up. If I eat, I'm gonna throw up. So what do I do at this point? So I just, I drink my orange. No. I drink my orange juice. I have me a little bite of my meat. I don't even know what it was. I wish I had a picture. Like, I don't know. So we get there, we're eating this breakfast. Like, I don't fucking know. I was like sick. At this point I was like, I'm scared to get on this fucking boat. Like I'm scared, not fuck the sharks. I'm scared of my ass throwing up. So we get on this boat. It's like a two-story boat, but there's like 50 people on it in it. And I'm like, guys, we're going an hour into the middle of the ocean. How are we not going to flip? I'm like scared. These waves are choppy. Also, I haven't told you guys this. There's no guarantee the sharks are going to show up. This is just us like, oh, like we're, we're hoping and praying something shows up. Like we, we're going to be like but, putting food out and like, but there's no guarantee. But and, what oh, Garrett told me about it is there's no guarantee whether or not you're going to see a shark, but there is a guarantee that you're going to be out there for at least five hours or I, six hours because they are not coming back. Like as they go out, they're staying oh, yeah. for the allotted amount of time, whether or not a shark comes and whether or not people are yakking. So. Yeah. So the waves were bad indeed. Like, honestly, like if I didn't have those motion sickness pills. I would be throwing up. There was one poor girl like crying, begging for them to take her back. They're like, so sorry, girl. Like we're out here. Um, so we drive an hour into the ocean at like eight in the morning. We're in the middle of the ocean. Also in wetsuits because it's it's also winter in Africa because we're all on different. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's cold. Also Antarctica is like twenty miles from us, babe. So the water is frigid cold, bro. So oh my god, it's eight in the morning. Like what's gonna go on? Like I don't want to throw up. Like kill me now. So they start they anchor us down. And they start like throwing. Things of like chum into the, chum into the yeah, nasty like dead fish, sick stuff for like an hour. There's nothing coming up. At this point, we're sitting, which is worse than moving because we're just like, 
We're just like well, getting big waves. You're like, sitting, but you're not still. Not, <laughs> you're in one place, but you are not The waves still. are knocking. I'm like, oh my God, like we're going up and down. Like I feel like I'm about to- Beating you up. So, so also they're throwing chum in. They only get like stingrays. Like guys, we got something. It's like a giant stingray. I'm like, cool. I don't give a shit about a damn stingray. <laughs> like, okay, nice. So some people like would get in, like I think four people got in to like see the stingray or whatever. And then they got out. And one of my friends, Ella, was like, I'm just going to get in. Just because, like, there's nothing here, but, like, I was like, maybe we can attract them or something. I was like, like I came all the way here. I might as, might as well. well. So I was like, she's like, goes, and I'm like, I cannot let my friend Ella there by herself. So I'm like, fucking L. Me and Ella go into this shark cage by ourselves. Okay? I'm like, oh, hey, Ella. I'm like, hi. We're just in Africa. So cool. Freezing in Antarctica water. So fun. Okay. So all of a sudden, I hear, get down, get down, get down, get down, get down. I'm like, oh my God, is it a stingray? No, babes, jaws, right in my mother effing face. Chomping at me. I'm like, ah! Not actually chomping at me. So the way it was- I was gonna say, was it actually <laughs> chomping? Well, but I don't remember. Cause how you, you have to like, pull, there's like a pull, you have to like pull yourself down under. So I was like going up and down. This sounds, I was like, God knows what got into my mouth. Cause I was going up and down. I probably swallowed chum for God to, for, yeah. Throw up for me. Sick, right? So super cool i mean it was cool like the they like got the shark coming back and of course as soon as the shark came everyone wanted to get in with us so like there was 20 people in this damn cage now and oh about that point like there was like two that is a full buffet for that. literally so um i have pictures of the cage too that i'll upload so everyone can see um i think we, we saw like two different sharks come up when i was in there it was like one five foot one seven foot they're like they're not the biggest sharks but it was just like i mean a shark's a damn shark when you're down there face to face to it babes so that was really cool, and then I got out so other people could go, being Miss Congeniality. Um, but it was really fun. I mean, it was fun. Like, would I ever do it again? No, but I did it. You know, so that's you like what it. I. That's what I took out of that. But, and actually, right after I got out of the water, it actually helped because the coldness like took my sickness away. So I felt mm. I felt good. So I was like taking photos, laying down, like, like at chilling. that point, you're just more more focused on being freezing cold than anything else. Probably. And also smelling like, chum. Oh. Yeah. So also on no sleep. So I've done all this. I'm like tired. I'm like, I just want to damn sleep. No, babes. So we get off the boat and we go get lunch at this like little place. And we drive three hours. Don't know where I'm going. I just know I'm on the garden route. At this point, I'm just trusting this man taking me somewhere because we left the hotel at seven o'clock this morning and now we're going to where? I have literally no idea where we're going. So we pull up to this really cute small house in Sedgefield. Now Sedgefield is on the garden route and it's just this cute small little town. I didn't really get to explore it a lot, but like that's where we were. That was our little home base where we would come back every day for the next week. Now this place was kind of like a hostel. It was a house and this little woman who I am obsessed with, we're friends on Facebook. She's literally an angel. She lives there and like runs it like for like this like agency and she has her little dog that's like five pounds and she's about five pounds herself she's so tiny so sweet she would cook us breakfast every morning but anyway so we got there and she was um like telling us where our rooms would be and coming to find out i'm like oh we have like 25 people with us and there's like two bedrooms like what the hell is gonna be hot? like oh. how are not two bedrooms there's like a few but i was like how are we gonna all fit so luckily i'm a guy and only one of the guys that I was rooming with came with. So me and him got one bedroom that had three beds. We had like so much room and like our own bed. So I was thriving. I was like slay, per se. And then like the girls, bless her heart, so they had like bunk beds. They're like cramming in like 
clam chowder into some of those rooms. I felt bad for them, but they nonetheless they persevered. And now also we keep in mind we had another three hour fl drive. We all smell like chum. We're in this small little bus smelling like chum on the way to this house. So as soon as she was done with her little speech, I ran, dropped my bags off, and my butt was the first one in the shower. Call me selfish, but I know I can shower faster than 20 girls. And that's no shade to my girls. I just don't have hair or anything. So I was I was in and out in five minutes. No one even thought I was in there, babes. I was in and out. But I had to shower. And then, babes, after that shower, I passed the hell out because I was up for 48 damn hours. So thank God I was finally asleep, got my shower, and just knocked out. So obviously, since I, I like knocked out pretty early in the day, not day, but like it was like eight or nine, I woke up pretty early and it was just me and the little woman. She was cooking her breakfast for everyone. She was an angel on earth. And I was able to like walk around outside. I have a picture of the house on my phone and it's just so cute. It was like a little wood cabin type thing and had like a little pool, super, super cute. Um, and then we got ready to go to the elephant sanctuary, which was super cool. Unfortunately, it was a little rainy outside that day, but nonetheless, we persevered and we went to the elephant sanctuary. And one of my favorite things we did, again, because being able to just see these beautiful animals so up close and knowing that like they were all saved from like being almost killed or like have been abused in the past. So these elephants were like, they're, they let us in to like help them be taken care of, you know, so they can like afford to stay open and like feed these animals and keep getting more and more. So they all had different stories. There's like three elephants and they were so cute. The guides all work there like all the time. So they all like talk about their different personalities and how cute they all are. But we um, had the elephant sanctuary. It was really fun. Like I said, it was a little rainy, which is a little damper on things, but it was still one of my favorite things we did. It was amazing. The things are so big a little scary i was standing next to one and a little terrifying i'm not gonna lie to you not one bit but we then we left and went to go get some lunch and we begged our guide this was not in our itinerary at all we we're supposed to go back to the house but we begged him to take us to the monkey land and oh boy did we go to monkey land we got into this basically monkey cage a giant monkey cage that housed hundreds and hundreds of monkeys of different types it was so, I mean, it was fun, but it was honestly so scary, dude. They had monkeys, like, jumping around, like, above you. Um, we went right at feeding time, so they're all, like, kind of focused on the food. But just, like, walking right beside you, a little monkey. Like, touching distance. One of my friends I was on the trip with, Hope, her jacket got caught by a monkey, like, trying to pull on her. I was like, uh-uh, 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 Because they're a little scary. When you're up close, monkeys are huge as well. You might think they're small. There were some small monkeys, but giant behind monkeys like some people didn't even go in because it was a little scary i'm not gonna lie to you love but it was a cool experience and i'm glad we did get that to do that absolutely horrify me i would be so scared and so it was nervous. a little scary like, i would be trying to play it cool but internally i would be freaking out again like they're just so unpredictable and like they are so strong too monkeys are literally 100 percent body muscle like they can do some damage and like you might think oh one or two monkeys no i'm talking about like 50 monkeys at a time mm -hmm. are like around me no yeah that would like that's the same as um i don't even like at certain like zoos or like i don't know animal sanctuaries and places like that you can like walk into a big bird room like a bird cage where there are just like hundreds of birds flying around you i fucking hate that so 
we left the monkey sanctuary and we went back to the house. And while we're in Sedgefield, we went to the same restaurant every night and it was called Pilly Pilly. And Pilly Pilly hosted us every single day. And they all had the, they made one food for all of us or like one course for all of us. And we'd like eat that every day or not every day, but every night. And I loved it. I thought Philly Philly was super cute. I have a shirt from it actually. And I just had to touch on that because dinner was at the same place every night, which had just not happened before. I loved it and it was a good experience. And I liked having the like homeliness of having one place every single night. And that's also, we would meet up with the other group at that time every single day. So I got to see my friends at that time. And actually the other group stayed right beside Pilly Pilly, the restaurant. There's like an attachment to it. It was like a hostel or something to the restaurant. And that's where the other group, like animal intensive group stayed. It is so nice having a home base. I feel like to be able to have a home base on those study abroads gives you like an opportunity to relax and to like chill out for a second. And one thing that was different with your study abroad than with mine, you guys, especially for the first part of your trip, you guys were all in that same like apartment complex, right? Like Mm -hmm. the same building. Yeah. So that's really fun because then at the end of the night, like you guys can all, like anyone from your groups that you want to hang with, you guys can all hang so Mm -hmm. easily. Mine was different to where we all got different apartments, but they were spread out through the whole city of Luca. So like if we wanted to go hang out with someone, we would have to like leave our apartment and go walk across town to go to their place, which was also cool. Like they're both, yeah, yeah, yeah. different. Have pros and cons. It's just different. So that was kind of cool to like hear that you had a different. Um, experience with that but also it's definitely so nice to get to like go back and it's also cool that you guys and then that other animal group were kind of close to each other too it was really nice because every night we could kind of like if we were tired of people in our group we could go talk to people from the other group and kind of like have like some fresh faces yes 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 Yes, because at this time too by this point we're all like we love each other but like we're close at all Mm -hmm. times so it was just like nice to have some free space so the well, next, and like like Garrett said earlier too, when you're doing these like trips abroad, just like you said, it gets hard to be able to contact people from home on a regular basis, or to be able to like call like for me like call a boyfriend or a girlfriend, or like to be able to call your best friend or your mom. You're not always able to be in contact with those people. So when he says like you are in close contact with the people in your group, sometimes that is like the only contact you're having for multiple days straight. Yeah. So it does get like it's an intense dynamic and it's like a it's a completely different experience i'm sure it's similar to like boarding school or even like you know <laughs> boot i don't camp. know yeah boot camp or like going on like a work retreat trip where they try and make you do bonding exercises and stuff and they like take all your phones it's intense it is intense like, Ugh. so the next day we wake up and we go to these really cool caves i don't know the name of them but they're like huge like a cavern yeah, cavern, but, like, yes, I don't even know, like... I think they were caverns, because I remember you showing me pictures, and it looks like a cavern. Yeah, huge. Like, and there would... Mm-hmm. It would be, like, one cavern, then you walk into this, like, little tunnel, and then you go into another huge one. The guide was telling us the history behind it, and the way he found them were, was insane. Like, I don't know how you could not die. Like, because if you just, like, trip over and not know where to end, you would end up in a big cavern and die. So oh, my gosh. She was, like... so true. Saying, I never thought about that before, like, and, like the first and, person to go in. And there was no flashlights at the time, so it was all, like, little gas light, like, lit. So she, they Holy could barely shit. see. So it, that was really, really, really cool. And after that, we went to the giraffe sanctuary where we got to feed and hang out with some giraffes. And these giraffes were actually rescued from... One's a baby, and her mom was killed by um 
Poachers. Poachers. So they took her in, and then they had, like, an older one that's kind of, like, taking and like doing the mother wing for the little one and then they're going to release them and so like they have a big like free range for them but right now they're trying to like get them back to health so we were there and we helped feed them we had little they had little bottles that we could feed them milk and stuff and that was really cool just because the elephants were so cool but it was rainy so we could it was kind of rushed whereas the giraffes were sunny and we could just like really get and like see the little giraffes and that was really cool really really cool i will say this is probably the point where i was the moodiest because as soon as we got on the bus back to the house and i just want to be tired. alone tired too just tired just so like worn out. i remember i got back and i called my mom i was like mom i just need to talk to you for a little bit like Show me out. Remind she me. was probably so excited and happy to talk to you, too. She was just like, oh, my God, tell me everything, Garrett. Just you just needed me. to get yeah. centered. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So, actually, after this, after my phone call my mom, we were able to go to a sunset on the beach. And this was one of the prettiest things I've ever seen. So, our restaurant, Philly Philly, and our house is basically by the beach. Like, it's walking distance from the beach. So, we all took the bus to, like, the edge. It's like a cliff that has like stairs down to the beach and we were like taking pictures and honestly start playing daydreaming by harry styles because i felt like i was in a dream right there like we were all like running on the beach like with the sunset behind us like the sunset was breathtaking too it wasn't even a normal sunset and then like everyone's in a good mood we were all going to go get drunk on the way there it was just like actually serotonin injected into my bones right then and there flowing yeah garrett i have a question for you Uh uh-huh so um the town that you guys were in at the beginning and then the town that you're in now, are they, like, close to each other? Or did you travel, like, a, a distance? Is it, like, the same beach in the same area? Oh, no, 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 no. Or are you, no, like, no. in a totally different place? Totally different place. Like, we're, like, six, at least six hours from Cape Town right now. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. Because I remember you saying that you got on the um, buses and everything for the sharks, but I wasn't sure if that was, like, a day excursion and uh, no, then you no. came back to the same kind of area or if you had totally moved on. No, so we went to the sharks and then we just kept driving. Like we did, we stopped at the sharks and then we kept going after that back to the house in Sedgefield, which uh, is like six hours. So away. that's that's so cool then too, because you got to experience like at least three or four different beaches while you exactly. were there too. Exactly. Yeah, that was super that's cool. Amazing. It was also just two different experiences because Cape Town's like a city and then Sedgefield's like a little like town like we live in. That was cool. I like that part. And then we actually got to, from the sunset, we just walked to Philly Philly because it's all kind of connected in Sedgefield. It's a really small town. The next day is actually the last full day in Africa. So we wake up and we go to one of the prettiest places I've ever been. I say that about everything because this trip was just so beautiful. It was a national park. I had the name of it, but I'm not even going to try to say the name of it. So pretty. And we're on like the... I've never seen this board. It was like mountains end and the ocean begins. Okay, no, I know exactly what you're saying because I had that same experience when I was in Via Reggio. And it's like, if you're not from a place where the beach is like this, like, okay, so Garrett and I are from the south and it's low country beaches. Yeah. So the beach is just maybe a little bit of sand dunes, not even tall sand dunes, and then flat beach and water. But when I was in Italy in Via Reggio, I had that same experience where I was like, this is fucking crazy that I'm at the beach, but I'm also looking at a mountain right now. It is really, really cool. And if you're not from a place where it's like that, I mean, people in Hawaii, it's not like nowhere in America has that. People in Hawaii know what that's like all day, every day. But if you're not used to seeing it, it is just a really cool nature, like natural yeah. phenomenon. It's so cool. That national park in particular would just breathtaking to me so after this we go and 
this day we're actually both of the groups are together so the animal intensive and us we're all like traveling together so we do the national park and then we go to the bungee jumping which is off of the tallest not bridge but it's like the tallest bungee jumping point in the world so obviously i did not do that because of my back but we hung out there basically like for like four hours just waiting for everyone to get done doing it and we met some friends that were actually from the uk on their honeymoon and they were so sweet and like we just talked to them for hours so had to touch on them um but yeah then we go back to pilly pilly one more time for our last night and super fun and then i was a little drunk and i was so paranoid that i was gonna get covid and not be able to leave so i have videos of me on snapchat taking a covid test like 12 at night so paranoid so funny obviously it was negative no worries but that was just super super funny because everyone was outside the living room like hanging out and me and my friend mary were just in the in my bedroom doing a covid test <laughs> so i love that um and then the next morning we all had to pack up and head out and we said bad to our host who i love so much and if i ever go back to south africa I'm going to go and stay with her one more time and bring my family and you, Chloe, of course, because of everyone course. has to meet her. She's an angel on this earth. So after we were all packed up, we started heading back down like to Cape Town. But on the way back, we stopped at the safari, which was super, super, super cool. It was on this like reserve where these people like buy these animals from different places. And it's on like a 500 acre land. Like fathom that's like huge. Like the property is like all reserved, like, you cannot touch it or anything and they just have like all these different wildlife living together they have like lions tigers elephants cantaloupe so hippolos so we get to the safari we get there we all like split up into these different buses and the buses are like not even a bus it's like a little truck that has no windows basically no doors and like we have a tour guide like a saf yeah picture like a safari camper exactly like uh, SUV with no doors like you yeah. guys know exactly what he's saying yeah so I, I was living my safari moment babes I was like oh my god where am I so we go around this tour guide he's like young too so he was super funny and like chill so he was taking us to all these like cool places we saw like jaguars like, all, and like nature which is insane to me I was like they could literally turn and come out of us right now and we would be dead mm -hmm. so but one thing that he, I, he said that was really interesting he said the one animal I would hate to be alone with is a hippo oh yeah he said hippos and scary in and out of water they can run like 50 miles an hour and they'll get your ass I'm like, oh. <laughs> i don't know if it's still true but i remember like learning a fun fact years ago where it was like hippos are one of the top like like human killers. yeah no, they, that's like, a fact they're top human predators that's a fact and that like mosquitoes i think are number one which is crazy because <laughs> mosquitoes lead to the most amount of human death of any animal but it's just wild you would never think a hippo but they're what i've heard is that they're like extremely territorial yes like very 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 territorial and the worst thing that could ever happen to a person is coming up to a mama hippo who's protecting her calf like you do You're not dead want to walk meat. onto that territory or you are literally dead and they won't eat you i don't think they'll just kill you <laughs> just kill you <laughs> i don't think they eat i don't think i think they're vegetarian like i don't think they're omnivores but this mother they'll kill you and then they're scary yeah that's one thing i would with your body and <laughs> sit on it sit on it one so thing yeah i want to say really quick Yara, is i it's so cool that you guys got to go to that safari and it's like incredible when people even in these countries like it's just incredible when people take these animals and are able to 
save them and put them on the reserves in the sanctuaries. And like five or six years ago, my mom and I were like, okay, what do we get for dad for like Christmas or his birthday? I don't remember, but it was like a big gift situation. And it's like, what do we get him? Because the man doesn't want or need anything and anything that he ever wants or needs, he just goes and gets himself. So like, what do we do? And we decided to sponsor, like we bought, basically sponsored an elephant in Africa. His name is Bondeni. And now I think my parents have two elephants in Africa and they get pictures of them all the time and everything. And they like literally basically like (laughs) pay for these elephants to live and exist out there. And it's just so cool. So we always get pictures of Bondeni, our elephant. That's so fun. Uh, And my dad has said like, he's like, I will continue to support and pay for Bondeni for the rest of my life. And if I am ever like in a situation, if my dad ever passes away, which I don't think that he will, um, I will continue you to take support ben- Bondeni for the rest of my life too. Generations. Like that, <laughs> that elephant will be cared for forever. I love it. That's so cool. And we're going to go all go one day. And we're going to meet Bondeni just for yes, you. Yes, we absolutely <laughs> On the safari, actually. So we go see hippos. We see some elephants. Super cool. And he actually goes out in the middle and finds an empty space, parks, and we all get out and have a drink, which oh is super. Gosh. We're literally like. In the middle of like, I'm like, something could, a jaguar come eat me right now. Like, but. it's fun, but also kind of tense and scary. Yeah, super fun. That so. probably would be the same exact level of tension of being at the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip table, where it's like, <laughs> this is kind of fun, and I'm enjoying my drink, but also... I kind of want to cry. It's kind of scary, because at any second, something is about to erupt. <laughs> I love it. So after that, guys, we actually were in a rush because we stayed a little too long at the safari. So our guide was like, y'all get into the like car right now. We're going to eat lunch on the on the bus. Like, we got to go. So we go back to Cape Town, back to the apartments where we first were, and we take a COVID test because you have to take a COVID test to get onto the plane. Do that. Get right back on the bus and head straight to the airport where we all got through. But Keep in mind, everyone's starting to make me angry because everyone was complaining the whole time. So at this point, I was like, all right, I'm over it. But I want to... That's kind of the thing. At the end of a study abroad trip, once it actually comes to the day of, like, packing your shit and getting on the plane and going to the airport and stuff, the energy... Shifts. Changes. Big time. (laughs) And then it's like people don't want to talk to each other anymore. Everyone's putting their headphones in. The trip is over. The excitement is over. And at that point, it's like... Like, even for you and I, Garrett, as much as we would have stayed longer if we could have once you know okay today's the day that i'm going home it's just like all right i don't want to deal with the travel stuff i just want to be home now like exactly like the trip is over so now i'm just like ready to be home but overall guys honestly one of the best things i've ever done in my life i want to say i love you to mary ella timmy peyton abby hope and anna you were all my girls on that trip and made it so special for me and honestly i would not have changed anything and i'm just so lucky to have had this and experienced this and that's one reason i chose to go to africa was because i I might not ever be able to do it again so i'm so thankful for this and if you ever do get to go to cape town or africa in general you're so lucky and just soak up every part of it because i'm so jealous and yeah that's my story i'm so happy too and that you made it home safe to me because i was fucking terrified the entire time (laughs) and Oh, it was such an incredible trip just from the photos alone. Like, and then hearing all of the stories, it just sounds 
insane. Like we're all listening so jealous of you right now, Gary. Stop, no. <laughs> we're gonna do it again one day. We got Italy and South Africa in one trip, Chloe, one day. We got those booked already. <laughs> like that's already planned and well, I hope everyone enjoyed listening today. I know this was my heavy speaking episode. So next week, we'll get back to a regular scheduled episode. But I hope you guys enjoyed it and liked this episode. I loved it so much, Garrett. That was so fun. And you guys did so much cool shit. Like, literally, there was so much to talk about. And so much. there was not a single part that I was like, uh, I probably wouldn't have. Okay. Maybe the sharks. The sharks. And the monkeys. Maybe the sharks. <laughs> And the monkeys. But, like, there's really, even those, like, if I'm actually there in the moment, I'm doing it. Like, even, I'll be a pussy, but I'll do it. But it's just, like, there's not a single moment of that whole trip where I was even for a second just, like, eh, eh, that doesn't sound that great. Like, no, that sounds fucking incredible. And I just want to say thank you also to Timmy and Peyton and Abby and Hope and Anna and Ella and Mary because you guys all made the trip so special for my special baby and you guys took good care of each other and had a great time and that's all that anyone could ever hope or ask for so i'm so glad that you guys all had that together and got to bond and have that experience because there's truly nothing like your study abroad experience with your friends and that's like true that is just it's almost like a fraternity or a sorority like yeah you guys have that bond forever now and like you and said, we're never like you said, we're never gonna be in the same room, place, time with these people ever again. So that's what I was trying to say the whole time. I was like, guys, like this is never gonna happen let's again. Seize the moment, so, yeah. Carpe exactly. DM, bitches. <laughs> so yes, we love you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much. We we loved doing these two study abroad episodes and we really hope that you guys enjoyed them too. Obviously, clearly this is something that we're very passionate about. This is something that we are extremely grateful and fortunate to have been able to experience we are so full of gratitude both of us for not only the chance that we got to do it but even the chance that each other got to do it exactly yeah we hope you guys enjoyed it and we hope you're feeling inspired to go and take a trip we are (laughs) yes and um we hope you check out our instagram and we'll be posting all of garrett's pictures from his trip and his travels so make sure to check out that post And we are available on Spotify and Amazon Music, and you can download, rate, and subscribe. But remember, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say a single I'm just kidding. You can say whatever you want. (laughs) We don't mind. We love the haters. But we love you guys so much. What else you want to say, Garrett? Our Instagram and TikTok are EFBF Podcast, and we'll see you over there. And we love you so much for listening, besties. We sure do. We'll see you next time.